It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Morning, guys. What's happening, Max Kellerman, homeboy? Hi. <laughs> Whoa, wow, homeboy. Homeboy, Max taking Kellerman. Taking it back, taking it somebody, back. If somebody rolled up on you like that on the streets, Max, what you going to do? You gonna talk Max back Kellerman, to homeboy. First of all, I know the dude is at least as old as me. So, like, what's up, Max Kellerman, homeboy? Yeah, I had, to take, a, I had to take a step back, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had to take a step back and look at him and survey him, Jay. I can't just Real quick, up and down. Where you coming yeah, I got, from? Yeah, like, <laughs> exactly. Like, excuse me, sir. You know, I go into that. Very corporate. Excuse me, sir, because I need to see where you're from, man. Because I can't. Yeah, I always you know, assume that mm, we know each other no, from can't somewhere, and that. I can't no. identify it. Nope. By the way, somebody, you know, I want to ask you how does how does your wife deal with my wife? My wife is having a hard time whenever we go to events. Mm-hmm. Like my wife can't imagine other people knowing like, you. Yes, <laughs> right. So she be like. Oh, yeah, I talked to this lady for 13 minutes. Yeah, you know the, the lady with the red. Who's that, Jay? I'm like, I don't know who that was. Who were you talking? She's like, you don't know her? She was talking like she knows you. I'm like, well, yes. People are going to talk like they know me, but I have no idea who they are. Mm. Yeah, that that happens quite frequent, I must say. Now, do you do, you do the thing? I don't even want to do that on radio because I'm sure people sitting around in their cars right now driving and listening to us. And like, man, he didn't even know me. Then my wife be sharing all details. But do you do the thing? Why are you sharing details of people you don't know? Jay, do you do the thing with your wife where it's like, listen, when we, when I introduce, like, introduce yourself so you get their name. Right? If if you get her, then, then, right, then you get the name because you don't know the name of the person. I met the people, I met them three days ago. You don't need to keep telling (laughs) me what they, I know who they are. (laughs) She does that to me. No, that's the people. In London's class that own the such and such and such and such. Right. That's Catherine and her, the dad's name is Mike. Okay, but I met him three days ago when he talked my ear off when I was waiting on them to come to the car. So, yes, I know him. No, you I always want to telling know the me name. that. Yeah, I, I always like, want to know the name, though. I, like I the even know by the time I get there, I forgot the name. Yeah, see, right, that's, that's the see. thing. That's why. You need her to go up and be like, hi, <laughs> I'm so-and-so. So you get, so he says or she says her name out loud, so now you got the name. So, wait, yeah, Key, what, uh, what's your your trick what, what 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 word do you use oh you know per- i got oh you already know me what up boss what up no man? no you know my favorite one is coach what up what up coach, coach. hey coach how you doing? call people coach on this show you like uh because when i coach. forget something when i forget something that's like my crutch is to yeah, go to coach. coach good one you know or or if somebody i'm trying to get somebody's attention and they close enough to hear me but they don't quite see me. I might give them a Jay. It's close. It's close <laughs> enough to hear Jay, and they really didn't even you know just wanted to like. What? It, it, I don't know if it's James or Jay, or Jameis or Jamie. I just know it's something with a J. Yeah, I might give you a J. And then you look. Hey man, what's up? <laughs> let it trail off yeah, a little. Yeah. Bit. Okay, I hit him with this one. Hey man, how do you spell your name? Oh, good one. And That's a like, good one, too. But they were like, it's J-O-E. It's yeah. D-A-V-E. I'm like, oh, Dave. Okay, oh, yeah, I got the wor- it. Dave. The worst got thing. <laughs> before I got we a friend different. To- letter silent. <laughs> before, we, before we move on to something even more important, the worst one of all is let me get your number. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. 
<laughs> How do you get out of it? I, you know me, I'm as blunt as they come. Just I don't give, give one digit number, wrong. I got, no, 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 I'm not going to give you the wrong number, Max, because you slick enough that you're going to dial it right there, and then it ain't going to call you. Make you sure that, yeah. No, I just tell you straight up. I don't give I'll out my number. number. Yeah. I, I email because it's just I can't really, you know, I, I won't even with answer. Hands. So, you got to watch what Key's doing with his hands. Oh, he's so yeah. Jersey Italian he's right pointing now. At, he's pointing <laughs> everywhere but at himself. Look there, look there, look there. We go to these events and we go to a lot of places and people yeah. moving and shaking. Oh, which reminds me, Jay, I'm going to email you something that I think you could help me out on. But, okay. Um, <laughs> wait, what? No, it's something about NFTs. You'll like it. Okay. And, oh, and so, metaverse. And so out, my Max. biggest thing with that is, is I don't want to give you my number because if I give you my number, I'm too in. I'm you're too going to be texting me okay. stuff that I don't need to. I don't want to talk to you. See, I get too many texts as it mm. is anyway. An email, I can delete it without you knowing that I deleted it. <laughs> so wait, the real question is, how many email addresses do you have? I only got one. I got my one. The one you got. I don't here's have the, no here's the, my. Pro- you know what? I got a problem with texts, and this is a real thing. It's not an excuse, even. Like if you get a text. And you look at it real quick. You're in the middle of five different things. Now, it, now it's not going to show up as unread, right? And it's going to get buried in 20 texts. There, every once in a while, I'll just go through text messages to see, is there anyone who I need to respond to who I forgot to right. because, it, it, because it's now not showing up as a new text anymore? So do you open the text? Are you that person that you open your phone and you got over 400 texts that you have not opened yet? Because you don't want to open no, them. No, I have to no. get rid of them. I got to yeah. get rid I, of them. Yeah, as soon as, I, I soon as I, they gone, I don't yeah. – no, that's why people think I be trying to do stuff because your text ain't going to be in my phone more yeah, than that. Yeah, it really quickly. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's gone. Yeah. So, Jay, is this your email address right here, the one that right. I got? Uh, uh, I was like, hold on. Hey. <laughs> no, the <laughs> one that – no, no, this one right it. here. J.W. Yeah. J- nope, nope, at – Nope. Oh, okay. I, that it. must be the other Jason. Yeah, that's the, that's the, uh, that's the white chocolate. Sam. Okay, I'll send that one. Send to all your you. emails to the other guy. Jay, what, what's going on with Clay? Dude, I've been trying to tell you. Look, Clay's story is phenomenal. The fact that he is playing basketball at this level is incredible to watch. But I think what you're seeing is you're seeing a younger version athletically of him in dual wings that make it really difficult for him to get a shot off because he doesn't, he doesn't have that same burst that he used to have. Like, I literally just went over to the set and did a show, Get Up, with C.J. McCollum, and we were talking about it. And C.J. CJ has that burst, right? He gets that first step, he's gone. He can beat you at the rim, explosion, or he can pull up for a three with lift. Clay doesn't have that same lift or that same quick speed. So when you play against wings that defend the way the Boston Celtics do, that gets exposed a little bit. Now, I'm not saying that Clay can't get hot. They can't run him off action. There can't be miscommunication where he gets going offensively. But if you're expecting Clay to do things off the dribble and to find shots at end of the shot clock situation, that's not his strength. You know, mm. I, was, I was thinking, Key and Jay, that Warrior series against Toronto, they were Warriors. Like, KD and Clay, by, and they tried to play through injury. What they were doing, because they were taking that finals, you think, oh, you'll be back in the finals, don't worry about it. But they didn't play. They were like, every finals is a big thing to be in, right? They really risked this. This is what they risked. KD risked an injury-prone, you know, rest of his career potentially, uh, uh, maybe suffering on defense in certain ways. 
Clay, the same thing. Like, when you play on the injuries they tried to play through to try to win a championship, and it didn't work out. They didn't win the championship, but they showed a lot of heart. Dude, it affects the rest of your career. But, did, no, Clay didn't try to play on his. Yeah, Clay got man. hurt in the game. He got hurt in the game, but he tried to play through it at first. Remember that? Oh, well, yeah, but that, but that, but when you, when, when you get hurt in a game, your adrenaline, you don't know exactly what it was, right? At the mm-hmm. time, you, you, you might have torn something. And then you're like, it's it, it feels bad, but I can still go a little bit. But then when you get out there, right, Jay, and you start going lateral, at that point, that wobble and that weakness Oof. comes in where where KD, according to reports, was mixed diagnosed. So there was a so he played and he was able to play. But he had a, to a know very key. Good, like we we could see, oh, that looks like an Achilles in the in the Warriors like, oh, it's a calf injury. No, nah, but 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 uh, Max, when you when you do something to your calf, mm-hmm. you don't it, remember. Now it's all attached. Yeah, right. So you don't know that you've actually done something to your Achilles because your calf is probably the the, the your calf is probably the 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 part that's sore the most. And then all of a sudden, you're trying to compensate because your calf is hurting, and now all of a sudden. You hurt your Achilles Can and I, might have had a slight tear in it anyway. Key J, I remember I was on Dr. first take Johnson. at the time, and when <laughs> I saw that, when I saw the initial injury, I was arguing on first take at the time. This is obviously Achilles, and the calf bone, like what Key said, is connected to the Achilles bone, right? Like connected that's too to close, the hip bone, hip bone right? So I'm like. KD is taking a risk he should not be taking right now, which is the rest of his prime. Now he's he had a Warriors mentality, no doubt about it. So did Clay. But that's that's the price you can wind up paying, right? Achilles goes. Now you got to come all the way back. And yeah, I, look, I, I think Clay can still find ways to be extremely productive, right? It, it's different than what it looked like a couple of years ago. But I will tell you, going against those athletic wings in the way Boston defends, it, 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 it you, get, you can tell there's a difference, right? It almost feels like Clay is playing against a mirror of who he used well, to be in Jalen well, Brown. Yeah. Why I didn't look that way in game was it six or five? Game what, five. You're talking about against Dallas? Mid, uh, Dallas. Was that five? Game five? Well, yeah, I think, but key, here's my thing. So the way you get Clay going, you, you get him mis- misdirection, you get him in transition. You like like he needs to see the ball go in, right? But if he's taking shots in isolated situations and the ball hasn't gone in a couple of times, like that's gonna you're gonna see him struggle. Like he it's difficult for him to get shots over the length of the athletic ability well, see, of Boston. It, it looked like to me he just was missing like close late like easy buckets and things like that. It didn't look to me it didn't look to me like he was struggling to the point because of the injuries, but you you're the professional basketball player. No, 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 player, but keep but keep let me bring you in no more than I do as far as that goes. Let me bring in another wing who played in the league for a long time, former NBA player Antonio Antonio Daniels. AD, when when you see Clay We've talked about this on your show on SiriusXM all the time. What do you do? You see anything like as it relates to a burst that he used to have that maybe he doesn't have? And would you equate that to why you think he is struggling a little bit on the offensive end? Um, well, well, first, what's up, fellas? How you guys doing? Hey, what's what going up, on? What's, what's up, up? What's man? What's up, AD? Um, I uh, yes, I think he had the two most difficult um, injuries to return from um, as far as a basketball player is concerned. When you talk about a ruptured Achilles and the ACL back-to-back going two-plus years without playing, that burst that you're referring to, Jay, 
um, that explosion that you are used to having on a consistent basis, um, the mental aspect of it, I, I don't know, like, that, that's hard to return from. Any of us that have ever been or had a significant injury knows that it's not just physical. There's a big mental aspect to that as well. And not seeing that ball goes in, I'm sure it takes him back to the thought process of all that he went through with the rehab and the physical therapy and all these other kind of – that burst is not there. And with all due respect to how great Clay Thompson is, um, he does not look the same to me. And I, one of you guys, I think it was you, Jay, just made a great point. When you're playing against athletic wings, like a Jalen Brown or like a Jason Tatum or like Marcus Smart, I think that's equivalent to us. Now, anybody that's been a professional athlete and you go back and you play, now age has kicked in and you don't have the same explosion, you don't have the same quickness, you don't have the same athleticism and agility, but you're pr trying to play against younger, longer, more athletic guys, it makes the game a lot tougher for you. So some way, Steve Kerr and his coaching ha staff have to try and find a way to simplify the game for Klay Thompson. And also, A.D., even though he got his points late in the game, I think if you're Steve Kerr, if you're a Golden State Warrior fan – you're so relieved to see Jordan Poole find that rhythm because he yes. needs to be yes. dynamic. He's the guy that can create off the dribble. He's the guy that can give, you know, uh, can create opportunities for Steph to do it. And he opens up things for Andrew Wiggins and Clay right. Thompson to get going offensively as well. Right. We had a, a, um, a discussion on our show about that. Coming into this series, who was the most important X Factor? And me and my co-host both said, without talking to each other, we both said Jordan Poole. And I know I said Jordan Poole because of my lack of trust in Klay Thompson's ability to be Klay Thompson of the past. If Klay Thompson, if he didn't have those injuries, obviously it's a big if, then Jordan Poole's not nearly as big of an X factor. But when you have Klay Thompson struggling the way that he's been struggling or the inconsistency that you see out of his body in this postseason, mm, it kind of makes you think. It really makes you think. And you need Jordan Poole to be that other guy. Because if you look at the way that the Golden State Warriors are constructed, Steph ain't going to be enough. He is not going to be enough. When you're playing against a team that's as good as defensively as the Boston Celtics are, you need more than just Steph Curry's ability to be Steph Curry. I don't know if Klay Thompson still has that in him. From game to game, he may. In a game three or in a game four, he may have it. But on a consistent basis, you need that other guy. And for me, that was the difference between game one and game two. What you saw from the role players from Boston in game one, putting up 73 points, and what you saw in game two, those same guys that combined for 73 points in game one combined for 18 in game two. Jordan Poole, nine points in game one, 17 points in game two. So that was the difference in the two games. Golden State needs Jordan Poole to be Clay Thompson-like. When you have the conversation about Poole, you don't come from being in the conversation of coming from the G League to wanting or warranting 20 to $25 million per year. Like, this is the biggest stage. Now it's time to prove it. Mm. Antonio Daniels, former NBA player, Sirius XM NBA radio host, joining us this morning on Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. A.D., you a little bit of a – uh, the enforcer back in your day, kind of all over the place, balling out, making sure you set the tone and the impact on your teams. How impactful was Draymond Green in this game, this game two? 
You know, for me, I, I love when a player um, – and this is the difference between our era and this era. When a player kind of can talk his trash after the game is over and then have the opportunity to back it up. And that's exactly what Draymond Green did. And, and the thing is, statistically speaking, when you look at the 975, that don't blow you away. You ain't sitting there like, man, Draymond Green was killing him. No, but he was a completely different player in game two than he was in game one. And a lot of times it takes good players a game to understand how they're going to be guarded to adjust. We've seen that from playoff series to playoff series. A guy may struggle in game one. We saw Luka struggle in game one a couple of times and then come back in game two and dominate. Because sometimes it takes that game to realize how they're going to guard you. Okay, what's going to be open? Are they going to leave me? If they are leaving me, how do I adjust? Do I dribble handoff? Do I screen away? How do I adjust to their adjustment? And what I saw in Draymond Green is one of the reasons why there's always been a conversation and a debate on who is the most important player on the Golden State Warriors basketball team. Not who's the best, you know, all time. Not who's first ballot Hall of Famer. Not all of this stuff. They go as Draymond Green goes. You know, Steph Curry had a great game in game one, and they still lost that game. But when Draymond Green is active and he's aggressive on both sides of the floor, he sets the physical tone for his Golden State Warriors basketball team, completely different basketball team. AD, can I ask you a technical question? Why the hell are the Boston Celtics in drop coverage? Let me explain drop coverage to people. So in, oh in, in, in a ball screen, the big – who is guarding the person setting the screen for the ball handler, literally drops off that person and allows – it's almost like a two-on-one. So Al Horford multiple times last night, A.D., when guarding guarding the screener for Steph in transition, would be waiting for him at the free throw line. And it allowed him to get a rhythm. And I'm looking at it saying for as brilliant as Ime Yudoka is, I don't understand why that was part of the game plan. Can you explain that to me? Uh, You know what, Jay? I'm going to go off what you just said. As brilliant of a defensive coach as Ime Udoka is, I have a hard time believing that was by design. Hmm. You know what I mean? I I think when when you come down to this time of the year, the little things are what wins you basketball games, right? The little things is when you're Al Horford, as opposed to running back to the paint, which is what you've done your entire life, is running back to Kevon Looney, running back to Draymond Green, which doesn't put you in a drop coverage scenario. I have a hard time believing Because for me, pick and roll coverage should be uh, skill set based. You don't guard Steph Curry in the pick and roll coverage the same way you would guard a Rajon Rondo because their mentality is completely different. Mm-hmm. Right? I'm with you. That Boston is a great defensive team. I have a hard time believing that with the respect that we all have of Steph Curry's ability to shoot that basketball, the greatest shooter in the history of this sport, that Ime Udoka is coming into the game saying, hey, when he comes off that pick and roll, drop back. I have a hard time believing that. I think that is something that is done by the players or lack of execution by the mm. players. I can't put that on Ime Udoka. Because we all know Steph Curry's ability to shoot the ball, Jay. 
We know that. It doesn't None make any us, sense to me at all. If we man. were put on that sideline. How does that happen, AD? How, how does that happen to a high IQ defensive team, the number one defensive team in the league? How does that suddenly happen? AD, in the there finals? was AD, there was one play. I, I've never seen this before, but I literally just did a breakdown on get up. And, and bear with me on how I'm explaining this, okay? So Stephen Curry's at the top of the key. Mm-hmm. He's coming off the ball's in his left hand, so he's going left off a ball screen, okay? Mm-hmm. So Al Horford is guarding the screener. So typically, you know how that works. If you're in switch, Al Horford takes Stephen Curry, and the guy who got screened takes the screener, right? Al Horford right. takes the guy rolling to the rim. So essentially, he's staying with his man. Grant Williams, who's on the right side, runs over to guard Stephen Curry, who's coming off the screen. Steph just kicks the ball off to the side wing. Then Jason Tatum, who's guarding Otto Porter on the, on the bottom left-hand corner, runs to guard him, and then they swing the ball over Otto Porter, and they get a knockdown three. And I'm sitting there saying, what the hell kind of coverage? I've never, I've never seen that coverage before in my life. Grant Hill, Grant Williams right. is running off the strong side to guard the guy coming off the screen? Like, wh- wh- what is that? And, and, I, and I'll tell you this. This is what I'll say. I, I think – a lot of times things happen throughout the course of a game, and it's easy to blame it on the coach or the defensive scheme, and a lot of times it's on the players. Everything that goes wrong on that floor isn't the, play, isn't the, the coach's fault. You know what I mean? There are times, and you know this. Key, Keyshawn, you know this. You can go back and watch film, and we used to always say film don't lie. At film all. don't lie. So we may see something right now, and now you go back with, with – um, Ime Udoka, and now the same conversation that we're having today on the radio, they're having in the locker room this same exact conversation. What are we doing? What are we doing? Al, you have to be up with your guy. Grant, you can't leave the strong side of the floor. These are things that you go over and shoot around. Now, with the Pelicans, I am blessed to sit in every shoot around. And the reason I love going to shoot around is because I understand now what That's- Coach Willie Green wants. So that way, when it doesn't happen on the court, I can actually say in shoot-around this morning where head coach Willie Green wanted was fill in the blank. And you know how often that happens? Well, Willie Green will go over something in shoot-around as far as how he wants to guard dribble handoff action, pick-and-roll coverage action, uh, floppy action, all these different things. And then the game comes around, and one person has a brain fart. And once that one person has a brain fart, what it looks like is – Man, what is Coach Willie Green doing? No, all he can do is tell them what to do, and it's their job to then go out and execute. Antonio Daniels, former NBA player, Sirius XN NBA radio host, joining us here on Keyshawn J. Will Max. AD, I have to ask you, you, you just mentioned that you're with New Orleans. I just saw C.J. McCollum. He's now a studio analyst for us here at ESPN in some of his off time. What is the plan, or how would you structure what the deal is, if you're Trajan Langdon, the GM for the Pelicans, for Zion Williamson moving forward? Well, Jay, we've, we've had this discussion. I think from a player perspective, you need to always approach the NBA with a business mentality. From an organizational perspective, you need to always approach the NBA from a business mentality. And I feel like both sides need to understand and, and be cognizant of that. Jay, you know there's no bigger fan in this league of Zion Williamson than I am. Mm-hmm. But you can't skip over the fact of the amount of games that he has played and missed. That's important. Now, remember, we're talking about the business aspect, not personal, not just talent. We are talking about the business aspect. And the business aspect says, look, I know what you are worth. I know. 
are capable of. But I also have to protect us. And from Zion's perspective, he's saying, I know what I'm worth. I know what I'm not capable of. But I also want to protect myself. Now, there's a gray area here. I don't think it's all black and white where it's either this or this. There has to come a point, business-wise, where two sides are able to come to some sort of compromise in there. Some sort of compromise. Business speaking, you go back to Philadelphia. They did this and they attacked it the same way with Joel Embiid. Understanding what he was capable of being, the impact he was capable of having, but then how much he has been available up to that point. So that's how the contract should be structured. And the thing is, this is a show-improved league. This is a results-based league. So no matter what your potential may be, no matter what you're capable of, you have to be available to do that. Again, there's no bigger fan of this young man than I am on and off the floor. Antonio Daniels, I got to save your voice. I got to save your voice from yourself. Boy, that was... uh... Like why you still got one, former NBA player and Sirius XM NBA radio host Antonio Daniels. Thanks for joining us today, AD. All right, AD. Talk to you tomorrow, brother. For sure. Appreciate it, fellas. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do. Big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash unsportsmanlike today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash unsportsmanlike. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Jay, you're talking about your uh, your kid's first birthday party. You know, we decided to go next level and have a clown come over. Make balloons, things of that sort. Make me a bicycle clown! And next thing I know, I go make myself a cocktail, and I come back, there's no clown. And the clown's over in the corner on the cell phone smoking a cigarette. Cigarette break, man. The stress is caught up to him. It almost turned into a fight. You getting ready to fight a clown? It almost happened, Key. How you can be at a party for a three-year-old with 30-year-old three-year-olds running around smoking in the corner, just cool 100 smoke? You know what I, you kid, it cools. No, you brought that up just now. I was listening to it, Jay. It made me think this past weekend, my daughter had her two-year-old birthday, right? Mini Mouse and the whole deal. The damn mouse was about (laughs) 6'5". That's right. (laughs) I was like. Well, that's a big-ass mouse. <laughs> you gonna and you want to know why the kids don't want to come over there and take a picture with you. <laughs> it was really big. Though. Might have been a, she, she was probably six feet, 
but it was a big mouse. Oh, God. Mm. Yeah, she was a six-foot mouse. You can't scare kids at a birthday party. First of all, even the smoking thing. You remember back in the day? The Smoke. way that's flipped is so good, though. It used to be wherever you went. You're going to come home closed, stinking like cigarettes. You could smoke on the plane back oh, in the day. Oh, it was so Pan bad. Am. I hated it. Did I hated it back the, then. I don't remember you smoking oh. on the plane. Yeah. My, my dad, man, Pan Am, back in the day, yeah. oh, was well, smoking see, I all day flying, long. I wasn't flying back then with Pan Am. I was broke. So, yeah, I was. Yeah, different different <laughs> times. Yeah, AJ. Yeah, yeah I, sorry, I, I, but I, I wouldn't. Yeah. yeah, I wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> all that Pan Am, it wasn't, they wasn't even around back then with me. <laughs> well, yeah, with you, flying. huh? <laughs> <laughs> when, I, when I first started flying, Max, Dad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that mouse was big, though. God, that's why when I said certain pests as mascots, and you knew I what I was referring, I'm not referring to certain corporations, but kids' birthday parties, they show up in the giant costume. No one's trying to see that in the giant costume. Well, there's a certain point, like our producer Evan Wilner would be perfect for this. Because he's like, Jeez. he's what? He's 4'11". Like, that's the perfect size. I can't defend himself, man. For like a here. Mickey Mouse. But, like, if you come in, it's like me. I was Yoda for one Halloween. Like, kids are like, yo, I can't be a 6'2 Yoda. It doesn't yeah. look right. Yeah. It's scary. But you, Max, you might I be able to pull, pull off. I could pull off Yoda. You might be able to pull Yoda Let me Yoda tell you something. Off. When we dressed up for Star Wars outfits, <laughs> I was Boba Fett. It was only the coolest person in the whole Star Wars universe. All right. Adam Silver, guys, said he would be open to the league shortening its 82-game season, but only if it could be proven to help uh, mitigate injuries. Keyshawn J. Willemax, presented by Progressive Insurance. So Richard Jefferson reacted to what the commissioner had to say uh, on NBA Today. Listen. How much more do we have to make this coddling and all of this stuff go with the players? It makes absolutely no sense. Professional sports is not good on your body. It's supposed to separate the people that can do it from the people that can't do it. And while we do want our best product on the floor, part of greatness is longevity. That's what Michael Jordan, that's what that's what Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, that's what LeBron James, all of these guys, we talk about their greatness over a long period of time. And to keep eliminating this and dialing back to the point where it's like there's nothing else for the players to do. I think it is a joke. I think they should never do this. Now, if you were talking about the in-season tournament, I think that's 100% maybe if you wanted to just have a little bit more space. But this right here is the epitome of coddling players to make sure that everything is okay. On top of the fact that players are taking rest days. On top of the fact that they're taking rest days right now. So how are you going to give them rest days and then say, well, we're going to shorten it to 60 games. We're going to shorten it to 70 games. At the end of the day, they're still going to take time off. Well, we'll see if Richard Jefferson changed Jay's mind, as I was able to uh, earlier. When Is I that who that was, argument. talking Richard oh, Jefferson? Yes, yeah, it was. was. Richard, Richard Jefferson, yeah. All right, coming up, Keyshawn J. Will and Max. We respond to what Richard Jefferson had to say, ESPN Radio. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit... Your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. 
With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. The Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max Podcast. Right. Right. <laughs> I, I am so messed up now every time I hear let's ride, Key. That's a problem. I think about Russell Wilson. I, I can't. Oh, and then right. Sierra. <laughs> I'm like, no, Didn't Sierra is say, how you say let's ride. Sound right. Yeah. Uh, Key had an interesting uh, question. Yeah, I just want, yeah, is there anything that you ever purchased, paid for, that you wish you just could get your money back? Like it was Buyer's cool. remorse. Yeah, buyer's remorse. It was cool. I I, I did. I, I need to get mine back, man. Yeah, my motorcycle. You know? Well, I mean, come on, Jay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'll glad tell you I can one. laugh at myself. Key, Key, I'll give you one. First car I ever got. I grew up in New York. I didn't have a car until I was like 25. I'm working at ESPN now. I get myself a car. It's a Lexus, what was it, a GS430, I think, right? And I put gold rims on it. <laughs> gold rims? I swear to you, the first, what did I know? I, and you I looked at it and I was, on it or I, oh, what did I do? What did I do? So Wait. I immediately swapped them out, that money gone. Were they tens? Gone. Kept them clean? Yeah, kept them clean, though. Kept they clean, were tens, they kept them clean, though. <laughs> See, it's always, it's always, so for me, both of my weddings, Okay. <laughs> no, I'm serious. Both of my weddings. My first wedding, I'd like to get that back. Yeah. For sure. A lot of money sec- gone into the air. Oh, man. man, the last 10 seconds, yeah. all the people coming there to do is look at the ring, see what y'all got on, look at the flowers, see how many flowers yeah, you got. down payment on a house or wedding. You know, and, you know, I don't even know half the damn people there. Yeah. So I'd like to get that back in birthday parties. i like to get that back. I like the celebration. It's cool. But in the end, no one ever eats the food. The cake goes to waste, and the people want to tell you, hey, you should take the cake home and do what with it? If I didn't eat it here, what makes you think I'm going to eat it at home? Yeah. And then the, the people – see, I don't like people that come to your to the, to the spot, then mess up the spot, then just leave, don't offer to clean up, anything like that. I, I, I'm with you on But that. we're talking about – what about you, Jay? What do you want to get back? I said Money's the motorcycle. Part. I told you. Oh, the motorcycle. Yeah. You okay, come on. Yeah, I'm the motorcycle. Though. No I'm kidding. It's a joke, and it's real at the same time. But it's not time. just the motorcycle. It's all, everything the, the motorcycle took away. See, CJ, Jay's eyes just twitched. I swear to God, his eyes twitched. When I say wedding, it's just that you spend so much money on something that lasts at a a celebration for like ten minutes. Yeah, Yeah. that's it. We could have got married down the street. But Yates could have married us, and we've been forever. (laughs) Yeah, for free, for free. The justice of the peace. Yeah, and you throw a little party when you're done. Anytime I ever spend money at a restaurant, I don't like. I'm like. I don't care if I spend a lot of money and I liked it, but when I don't like it, I'm like, what I just do? Yeah, but I'm going to get my money back before the end. I ain't going to wait. I don't like your food, man. You need to comp this. Oh, look at Key. Key, key be on an aggressive tip. Well, I like that. I'm not, mad at, free I'm not mad at it. We're back in 10 seconds. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. I had this moment back in 2009. Mike Tyson grabbed my shoulder. And 
Everybody has a plan until you get punched in the mouth. You know what I'm saying, Jay? Yeah, smart too late and old too soon. I just I got caught up in that suction cup. Everybody has a plan. Keep, keep imitating Mike like that. Watch what happens. Uh, Mike, that was Jay, not Please me. let go of my shoulder, Mike. <laughs> Doctor said I need a bacchiotomy. My back is broken. Ah, I got a bacchiotomy. <laughs> Mike Tyson, by the way, is like one of those dudes. Uh, it sounds patronizing, but I think a lot of people feel that way. They're not only happy for him, they're almost like proud of him, like... I never thought he'd still be alive at this age, the way he was living as a younger person. And not only is he alive, he's like a he's he has a he's contributing to popular culture, and he's like being yeah, philosophical yeah. on his on this very popular show he does, podcast that he owns. I, he's doing great, especially when you try to my, annoy him on the. On yeah, I was about to say, listen, Mike. Come on, Mike hit a dude on a plane. Everybody like, yeah, <laughs> leave him. Yeah. Listen, listen. Yeah, if, leave Mike alone. But if, you you're, know, if you're some idiot on a plane messing with Mike Tyson, come on, stop that. No, but it just it's funny, right? <laughs> Certain people, kid. You know, what twenty five I mean? years ago. If that would have happened, oh. they'd be like, put Mike in jail. Well, first now, of all, 25 like, yeah. years ago, that dude wouldn't have just had a few marks on his face after well, that's true with Mike too. Tyson. No, that's true, too. That's true, too. Um, but it's now, crazy how certain yeah. people can do certain things. You're like, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, it's so like Mike did it. But yes, other people, do it can't, some more. Can't do that. So, many, so much of it is bedside manner, right? I forgot which Gladwell book this was, but it was like the, the uh, malpractice lawsuits are much ho- more highly correlated with bedside manner than they are with uh, outcomes. Like, you could be a doctor gets bad outcomes, but the people like you, you're good. They don't yeah, like you. I don't you. know about no doctors with no bad outcome. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, my, no, my point is, like, some, like for example, Marshawn Lynch could say something to the media. We all eat it up. We love it. There's something about his personality. He could say what he wants. If some other dude tried to say the same thing, we'd be like, what's he trying about? Why isn't he giving us answers, you know? Yeah. So is 82 games, is that is that presenting too much of a bad outcome that yeah. we want to... <laughs> that is a transition. Mi- yes. Jay, what do you think? Did RJ t- change your mind? You want to hear the rant again real quick? Here's, here's, um, here's Richard Jefferson on Adam Silver, NBA commissioner's thoughts, public thoughts, that, hey, if you can show that this can help with injuries, I'd be open to shortening the NBA season. Listen. How much more do we have to make this coddling and all of this stuff go with the players? It makes absolutely no sense. Professional sports is not good on your body. It's supposed to separate the people that can do it from the people that can't do it. And while we do want our best product on the floor, part of greatness is longevity. That's what Michael Jordan, that's what that's what Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, that's what LeBron James, all of these guys, we talk about their greatness over a long period of time. And to keep eliminating this and dialing back to the point where it's like there's nothing else for the players to do. I think it is a joke. I think they should never do this. Now, if you were talking about the in-season tournament, I think that's 100% maybe if you wanted to just have a little bit more space. But this right here is the epitome of coddling players to make sure that everything is okay on top of the fact that players are taking rest days on top of the fact that they're taking rest days right now. So how are you going to give them rest days and then say, well, we're going to shorten it to 60 games. We're going to shorten it to 70 games. At the end of the day, they're still going to take time off. So I, I agree with RJ. I, I came into this whole thing thinking, you know, when the NBA had a lockout year, when they played 60-plus games, it was intriguing because it felt like every game mattered and you felt like there was a sense of urgency but being a realist about the nature of the, of the business of the sport, they would never do this. Look, the NBA was discussing about an in-season tournament. We're talking about adding games. We're not talking about reducing games. And for me, this sounds more like posturing by Adam Silver. 
I don't think there's really any intent because the owners wouldn't allow for it because it doesn't gross more revenue. You'll lose revenue on TV rights deals and your local deals. But there is there is something to be said about the volume of basketball that guys are playing these days are way more than guys ever did back in the 90s. Like I grew up in a time in the 90s where I was playing AAU basketball every day. The skill development was like every single day. So if you transition that into where we are today with how guys work out, the way they work out, you could slightly make a case that we're playing more basketball than ever before, and that's wear and tear on your body. Um, and by the way, our technology now is better than what it used to be 20 years ago, right, which gives you more insight into how guys' bodies are responding. But RJ is right with guys on low management. Guys are still finding ways to cut corners and not play. And I do think there is something important about rewarding endurance and longevity. But it does lead back to cases where last year Joel Embiid didn't win, you know, um, MVP. And Jokic got it because he was more durable. And people got angry about that. We didn't want to reward that. So do we want to reward that or do we not? You know, Key, it seems to me that Jay hit on something there. It's like it's – there are several different issues here. First of all, they're not shortening the season because they would lose revenue. And the injury question is really not the thing that should drive that anyway. What ought to drive it is uh, uh, an issue of inventory. If you have too many games and everyone basically makes the playoffs, are you watering down the regular season to the point where each game doesn't matter much and and the ratings suffer? But the truth is, like fans, I, I like watching a game every other night if I'm following one team, right? I like that. I don't see where they shorten the season for injury. As, as, as RJ points out, it's not going to do much. And, and in terms of inventory, like scarcity of the games, you want – why? You know, there's no reason. It's not tackle football. I don't see, I don't see anything changing, Key. Yeah, and, uh, and a lot of guys, like RJ was saying – they're going to find ways, if you put it to 50 games, they're going to find ways to skim it down to 40 for them. I mean, that's just the reality of it. Um, the money is going to change, I'm assuming, if that was to ever happen. You're not going to pay a guy $45, $50 million to only play a handful of games. So that's going to be a little bit of a problem. And the owners, like Jay said, the owners ain't. They trying to figure out how to make more games in sports, not less. They don't give a damn about your body because guess what? They're not out there. You are. And it just it's a, it's a conundrum for Adam Silver because I know some players are pushing for it. But when you start looking at the resources that dudes have, man, I, I, I'll be direct with everybody. Yo, it, it's the most luxury lifestyle, Max, like I've ever seen. First off, like you, you traveling on, on commercial 757s that are like PJs, back and forth to games. You got all the newest technology that comes out. You have massage therapists that follow you around 24-7. And you have the best nutritionists. Like, you're eating nutritionists. You're, you're, you're eating at the top top of the, the pecking order. And, like, the amount of stretching. You have professional stretchers there with you, man. So like the, stretchers. And it's, Gee, not like you're getting, yo. it's not like you're getting tackled on Sundays. You're playing basketball, which is only the most fun thing a human being can do. Like, yeah, I'm not going to minimize you're the gonna, wear and tear. Gonna steal. I'm not I, just, saying, I was literally about to say yeah, that, Jay. That's why I say, that. yeah, but no, what I'm knees, saying is the court, the, the body slamming against each other's body, you still. Of you course still, yeah. there's wear and tear. What I'm saying is when you go out there on the court, it's not like every play is painful by design. 
You're not playing NFL football. Hey, man. You're, you're, playing so, you're doing something everyone really in the, uh, in the world is trying to do is playing the I NBA. Ran, I ran in a circle and was tired. Imagine them running around. <laughs> yeah, of course, they <laughs> got her back. Great shape. Basketball <laughs> shape, of course. But I, I'm just saying it's, it's, not the same, it's not the same kind of violent sport that the NFL is, for example. And it's, you have yeah. all this. And the NFL is trying to increase games. Yeah. Well, try, and they did. Well, they did. They, did. they got an extra game. They gave up a preseason game for a regular season game, one for one. So, I mean, just look, I, I agree with RJ when it's all said and done, man. It's, and, and plus, the question is do you think if you told players, hey, you can play less games, you get paid less, you think they would do that, it? Nope. No. Nope. Nope. Not even a question. So the uh, conversation ends right there. Sure, yeah, we'll have fewer games. You see how fast I said that? Nope. Let's ride. We're gonna, Let's ride. ride. We're going to cut ride. back, guys, uh, 15% of the games, and you'll take a 15% pay ra- stop right there. No, not happening. Let's no. ride. Let's ride. See, they couldn't have got me. Why they have been like, Let's ride. See, why they have him keep doing it over? One more time. Because he allowed it. He allowed it. Broncos country. Let's ride. Doesn't even sound right. Broncos Broncos country. country. Let's ride. You know who works for their social media? Pat. Broncos country. (laughs) (laughs) Pat. Pat. Pat got him again. Pat got him. Oh, now you're playing this song. Y'all leave Russell. Leave Russell Wilson alone, man. One thing I like the I like the Bronco video though. Bronco video. Let's rock. Stop the sound rock. over and over. Two Bronco people that country. have to get fired. Let's rock. Let's rock. Miami Let's Dolphins rock. social media manager and the Denver Broncos social media. Don't Alone do that to Pat these Costello. guys. No, don't, don't do that to our guy, PC. Greeny is coming up in a matter of moments. Keyshawn, Jay, Will, and Max, we will be back here on ESPN Radio Sirius XM Channel 80. Broncos Let's tomorrow, rock. 6 a.m. Let's rock. Let's rock. Thanks for listening to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Matt's The Podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. This is the story of The One. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.